What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Never Lost Podcast, where we talk about sports, pop culture, current events, and everything in between. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan, and I've got my friends with me, Jacob and Meng. How about you introduce yourself, guys? What's up? What's up? It's Meng here. Hi, this is Jacob. And there we are. So we're <laughs> going to get right into it with our first topic. Uh, this is the We're starting this March 8th, day after the All-Star Game. And uh, it was it was an interesting one to say the least. In the midst of the pandemic, kind of coming out of the pandemic a little bit. Uh, what are your thoughts on it initially, Jacob? Oh wait, sorry, Jacob didn't watch the All Star Game last Loser. night. I watched the right highlights. before we have our podcast. I How about you, Meng? Yeah, someone that actually cared about it. Hmm, weird. Uh, dude, Giannis just out there just shredding shit. Dude, sixteen of sixteen. You see those that was, fucking bank threes? Was that the first time he's ever done that before? Like, I think that's the shot. first time anybody's ever done that before, at least in the All-Star game. Yeah. True. I'm pretty sure I saw something about that. Who is, like, the, who is the randoms name that they pulled out who like went eight for eight like a bunch of years ago? They're like, who's, oh. has anybody gone perfect in the All-Star game before? And it was some bum. Yeah, I don't remember. As bummy you can be as an All-Star, but. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> just disrespecting some NBA players made millions of dollars as I'm sitting in. A basement. <laughs> Not many people can make it to that stage, and you're just calling them out. <laughs> that is my right as a fan. Well, think about it. They didn't even remember his name either, so. That's true. <laughs> oh, yeah, you just got, like, some fucking nerd in the back off, just, like, fucking Googling. We're not fucking never yeah. shot an all-star game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ch- hey, Chester, Chester, you got to get us those uh, that name of that bomb that one time. I don't know. Very good, though. Giannis is an absolute beast. Definitely deserve the all-star MVP. Um also, though, I got to talk about my guys, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, holding their own. Yeah, but like they did that, well. Yeah, you um, shaking your head for definitely dude, wasn't Curry though. Tatum on like dude, just Team Durant was just set up for fucking failure though. You lose Embiid and like Durant, Barbershop, and, Durant, and Devin barbershop, Booker, dude. get replaced yeah. by Mike Conley. Yeah, like they were kind of really set. If they weren't set up to fail after the draft, they got really fucked. Like, that's that's all right. That's mostly set up for individuals. Like people care about like the individual how. The individual players are doing, but I don't know. I, got a lot of easy buckets. But I would say Steph Curry, dude, Curry Giannis, was fucking fun mean, out there, man. Damian Lillard, Chef Curry, dude. dude. He was he was cooking. Yeah, did you see the dunk in your highlight reel package that you watched? I did. Yeah, that was pretty nasty. <laughs> yeah, you CP3 probably three to Curry. Curry the CP three. Yeah, Curry baby. got some height up on that. I ain't seen him jump like that in I'm, probably like five seasons. Well, that's the thing is no one. When's the last time we've seen that in a regular season by those two players making those plays? It, I've seen Chris Paul do that yeah, all the fucking time, but like, but like the Curry on the receiving end, yeah, no, you don't see that. Yeah, he literally saves it once, like every year for the All Star game, or he might do throw one down and like a like a gym or like in a layup line yeah, or something, it's like a rim grazer dunk. Like he yeah. didn't like get. Well, hyped. I saw him like just do this kind of. He brought it down like a like a reverse clutch, fucking throwing it right mm-hmm. through the hoop, and I was like. Damn, Curtis Curtis got it like yeah. that. Didn't know he had that in there. Zion missed like eight dunks to start the fucking game. He definitely <laughs> yeah. took the L, dude. That that dunk when Giannis was on him, Giannis was just sitting there, and then Zion just ball goes over on the right side, Bro, side I, of the rim, and it, Giannis is just staring like, really? This is this is what it's come to in an All Star game. I was talking about it with my friends, and like we were waiting for it. Like nobody. Yeah, I get that nobody plays defense and that. That's fine. But there are guys just standing under the rim, just letting people, like, run right at the rim to, like, dunk it. Like, if you're standing there, dunk on them. Like, just because you're not playing defense, I want to see somebody absolutely get obliterated under the rim. And then it would, like, kind of hype everybody up and people get a little well, bit yeah. more chippy. Imagine, imagine if Zion would have, like, bodied Giannis underneath the rim and got the dunk off. That would have been hype. It's all but ESPN Giannis, would be talking about right now. Yeah, but there's, like, no fans either, though, too. So, like... What do you mean? The fans are all online, bro. Yeah, but like, dude, if you're like in a stadium with people, I feel like it hits a little different than True. like you're just like around other NBA players and you're like, oh, but uh, well, you just fucking destroyed him. Yeah, uh, for like no reason. Yeah, <laughs> you kind of probably come off as like a bit of a prick, wouldn't you yeah. say? Like, be like, like, come on, this is the fucking like, all star game, game, man. Like, it, this I, isn't a real but game. It, but it's kind of hype though sometimes because it's like a backyard game almost. Like these guys are having fun. They're smiling. They're throwing. They're doing stuff they never do. Yeah, but half of like the ex- of you that, see that excitement. Bench stand up, dude. When that bench stands up and everyone's chanting, that shit's hype. Yeah, that they stood up going. when Giannis banked a three after uh, Reggie Miller was like, dude, he was, "Don't do it! Don't do yeah, it! Don't like, do no, it!" No, 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 no! <laughs> yes, over Zach yes. Levine he was and so shit. happy. Yeah, he was awesome. running. He was like this. He's like. 
I made it. I don't even think that was the best one. That like setback one he did like in the fucking corner, like because he turned around too. He tried to do like the curry. It wasn't like straight curry. Like turns right around, watches it go in. But like the second went in, he did the turn and starts running back. How about the forever slept on, always underappreciated Damian Lillard? Just saying, yeah, I want to go home. I'm done with this shit. Scores the last eleven points for Team LeBron, shooting like three three pointers from like half court. Dude, that last one was dirty. Curry tried to close the game off, and they're like, yeah, Curry really wanted that. When Dave just comes up and just snaps the bottom. My favorite thing, Paul George George finally comes out and says, you know, I got a lot of slander for saying that was a bad shot, but I'm going to say it now. It was a pretty good shot. Like, <laughs> yeah. like that, I, and I think that's what the All-Star game kind of brings. It kind of brings back that, like, they're just normal people. That, you know, some of these athletes get overhyped and over, you know, social media influencer. Like, we don't know who they are, what it's like to be them. So Deified. it's kind of cool to kind of see them be, like, kids almost again, you know? Like, they're people, yeah. too. So <laughs> instead of just these robots that go on court I mean, and I would say Dame and Curry with the way they shoot are fucking robots. Like, dude, there's no two people that can, like, shoot like those fuckers do. Like, any fuck on that hardwood court, like, hey, Giannis they can was make shooting anything. Like, Giannis was shooting. Yeah. I, <laughs> dude, I wish Giannis, I wish Dame, like, might have missed that shot. So Giannis could have tried a half-court shot. And could you imagine? Giannis just pulls up. You know he kind of would have wanted to. Like, who fucking cares if you go 16 to 17 and you uh, miss three? I would care, dude. That would suck. Dude, He's like, I already yeah. hit three okay. threes. Yeah, but what if he makes it? fucking banks home of half court shot that's like oh i'm at the casino i just won like six thousand dollars just like off of my initial twenty dollar investment oh but i could just throw it all down on red right now but what if i win but what if i win we're going going red and then you go home ah Last twenty bucks. It's like the South Park episode <laughs> with the fucking when the Native Americans are on yeah. South Park and they're like, "We just want all the money, but if we bet it again and we strike again, we're we'll all be rich." <laughs> Let it ride. Let it ride. No, what are you doing? <laughs> we were on a hot streak, son. That's you. You. There's something you have to understand about gambling. When you're on a hot streak, you never leave. <laughs> yeah, that should have been Giannis taking a fucking half court shot and just bank. Uh, I'm glad he finished like that, and then. I wouldn't have given him the MVP if he would have uh, missed a single shot. Dude, he was so fucking happy. He was so <laughs> like, happy. It's cool, too, because he's the third person in NBA history to have MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, and All-Star MVP. So that, I mean, that in and of itself is cool. He's up there with Jordan, Kevin Garnett now. and All yeah, that in, like, geez. pretty much a six-month time period, too, yeah, from 20, when they give out the awards and shit. Like, that's what, true. How old is he? 25, 26 years old? Uh, 25. 20, no, I think his birthday's in December. I think he... He just, just turned 26. Didn't yeah, his birthday's in December. I just sent him his birthday card. Dude, him and Aaron Rodgers have birthdays dude, the same week. Like, oh what you know God. about that? We're like best friends. I got these freak twos, dude. Like, Hey, they're pretty fresh. I know you're jealous. I, of sent, I sent it in the mail for him to sign them, and then uh, I must have got lost in the mail, so I just had to buy a new pair. <laughs> yeah, I bought three. <laughs> but just goes to show that Giannis literally has to not miss a single game and hit 16 straight shots in the All-Star game for them to give him a, an award. Or else Curry would have won it, probably. Yeah, Curry was Curry dude, was a close. It was fun second. to see him having fun. Your boy Giannis ain't do shit, or uh, LeBron ain't do shit. But, but you know, whatever. Your boy LeBron, he only played thirteen minutes. But who drafted that team? GM Brown, four zero. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. <clears throat> he's up there, one more away. Yeah, one I, more away. I hate the like kind of concept where you feel like you have to draft your teammates, like in a real draft. Is like anyone ever going to draft Kyrie Irving as a second best player? No, but Durant's like, it's my teammate, I have to. So, like, you're already setting the teams up to be, like, imbalanced. Yeah, it's tough that, like... You feel, like, peer pressure to do it. LeBron already has the first pick, gets to pick Giannis. Then he, like, basically has a free another pick for whoever he wants. So he gets Giannis and Steph right off the bat. Right, like, that's not fair. That was cool, though, like, seeing Well, and then he takes a beat to an Embiid Seeing seeing Steph and LeBron next to each other pregame. Yeah, it was fun. Throwing up the chalk, like, that's cool. Yeah, it was fun. I like that. Yeah, everyone's saying they're hyped that they want to see him on the same team together sometime in their career. Never going to happen. Well, people no, even said that with Steph and Giannis for a long time. Well, that's long what that's what people were like, oh my gosh, LeBron and Steph on the same court. What a cool thing. I'm like, did you see the stars of the actual team and how they were playing together? Steph and Giannis on the same team would be filthy. 
Well, yeah, the I wouldn't be able to watch, dude, because it would be such a disgusting, like, beat down every game. Do you think probably. the NBA would intervene and be like, yeah, this can't happen, this trade, not allowed? I remember no, the Bucks that, wanted to get Clay Thompson for a really long time. Well, they wanted to draft him, but Clay said, there's no way I'm coming to Milwaukee or whatever. <laughs> and that's when, um, oh, I think that's with, when they drafted Jimmer for debt, but, like, they traded. Oh, they that traded worked out real well. well no, no, they drafted Tobias Harris, but, like, they picked for debt and, like, the trades and shit. I'm pretty sure that was this, uh, how that draft ended up going up. But, yeah, he said, like, straight up, he's like, I don't want to go to Milwaukee. Like, but, like, at that same time, like, that's when they could have traded for uh, Steph Curry instead of for Monte Ellis. So, like. The Bucks were not what the Bucks are then. No. But, no. you know. They did well at drafting that weird, skinny, lengthy kid for, out of uh, Greece. Right. My name is Jonas Antetokounmpo, and I want to play in the NBA. My, I'm here my, to win. My middle name is Ugo because I'm I'm a little ugly, but I'll, I'll dunk on everybody. <laughs> Dude, I saw a good video of him too when he was in the Rising Star contest, and to think that was only like it's fucking like seven, eight years ago, and a the jerseys they had were fucking fire. That's when they had the Brooklyn skylights yep. and stuff. Yep. Dude. I just wish they didn't have that the Bucks logo from that time. Like if they had like the current Bucks logo on that jersey, clean. That is a must-have jersey. But, I still, uh, I still want them. Like I just want to see Giannis's name in the retro, full purple. The buck, like the purple, half the, buck the jersey, dude. That that would be nice why, to see again. Why don't they bring those back? Those are so clean. Like all those, as, even a few years ago. Like the Raptors were bringing back the throwbacks. Season. That yeah. was last then the season. Jazz. Oh, right, yeah. And uh, the, Grizzlies. the Grizzlies, they were so fire. And then they, Cream City. I mean, yeah, whatever, I get it. But, like, you got to bring those back. You had that opportunity, and you just kind of let it waste. the shot. I feel like they wanted to do something new. And something that, like, Milwaukee, not a lot of people even know, like, people call Milwaukee Cream City. So oh, yeah. I feel like it, they kind of took it upon themselves as a thing to kind of put their name out there yeah. in a different light, you know, because it's about, like, where you're from. Sometimes for those for or where you play, you know, I mean, they but did a lot it, with it, the jerseys and like the lettering was like the Milwaukee Tool Company. Even though it's not actually, it was for something else. I thought it was okay. No, it's not. Well, I thought the same thing, but there's like there was a huge dispute about how like Milwaukee didn't give them. Yeah, as not being a uh, like necessarily a Milwaukee fan, I know a lot about the history. When I saw Cream City. And a lot of the internet saw Cream City. <laughs> God damn it. It became a bit of a, yeah, not really looking into the history of Milwaukee, but more like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, no, it just that, became a complete meme. And that's the thing where it can, I feel like they felt that's what people wanted. But, I mean, and then they did. Well, the, everybody wants, you know, a little cream now and then. And right now we're gonna get into our next uh, talking <laughs> point. Yeah, we'll just send. Um, so since we're talking about basketball, I just want to talk about that. I love how the Nets, how all these teams need to get all these players to beat old man James, thirty six years old. Oh, let's make another super team. You're dumb. Another one. Ooh, that's another a, one. I take it. He's calling you dumb. Yeah. What are you? Why is, why is he Griffin dumb? Griffin isn't the same as Blake Griffin was even, like, three seasons ago. He hasn't dunked since 2019, so I guess yeah. he did. So what is – Blake Griffin doesn't make that team, like, all of a sudden insanely better. No. If somehow he reverts back to – I think it was three seasons ago when he was an all-star last, and he, like, found a three-point shot somehow and was pretty effective. Like, if he goes back to that, then that's a big difference maker. I think that's a lot of big ifs. He's been hurt a lot. He's always had injury uh, – history but I, that sucks though like oh yeah he was a talent that not got wasted but like never really lived up years, to his potential kind of years like well when that clippers team was coming together it was like okay like the clippers can maybe finally compete but then they kind of forgot who was and they faced the grizzlies every year in the playoffs and yeah. those were hard series they kind of forget about like who else is in that house too Mm-hmm. When that team was around, so it's yeah. kind well, of like they, well, when the Clippers were like really good competing, like the Lakers weren't really like they were they were real down, but the Clippers just they really were like they ran into the Grizzlies, who were like a very underrated team, and then right after that, that's exactly when the Warriors started, you know, True. coming up. Yep, like mm-hmm. they were like I mean they still have like David Lee, but they just got Iggy, and they were just they had all the momentum moving forward. I think they got eliminated by the Clippers one year, mm-hmm. and then they just you know it was all over from there. 
But speaking of Blake Griffin, I, I pulled up some of his stats. In 2018, he averaged the most points of his career, but the last two years, he only played 18 games last year for Detroit Yeesh. and averaged 15. And then this year, he's played 20, uh, 20 games, 31 minutes a game, but averaging 12 points on 36% shooting. He's not the same. I, maybe it's a scenery thing. Maybe change the scenery helps him. But And I think it's also just like the name, too. It's just kind yeah. of like, all right, it's Katie and Kyrie. Like, that's a pretty good team. Yeah. Like, any way you look at it, it's a decent team. Oh, mm-hmm. who's coming? Who's coming tomorrow? Harden. All right. Who are we getting the next day? Who else do we need for this other power range of rebuild? Oh, let's get power. Blake Griffin, too. <laughs> do you want to know what all of those players have in common? And, like, is going to be the downfall of Brooklyn? They need the ball. They have no defense. <laughs> Literally none of those guys. Durant can play, like, decent defense. Yeah. But, like... He's not a guy. I've never seen Kyrie through. play defense. Every one of those players have been dragged for their like defense in the yeah, past. Yeah, I've never Blake Griffin has f- never played defense in his career. James Harden, Lord knows, dude's never played defense. James broken He's, controller, controller <laughs> died. James Harden, yeah. Like, sure they can be. They've all had like good plays at some point. I think all, if anything, all of them have in common is like steals. They've all, if anything, they can do defensively is steal. Yeah. But that's um, not even like a good metric to no. Like yeah. assess defense in the NBA nowadays because you can kind of pick those off here and there. Like it's more of like it's kind of like an effort thing, but it's like if uh, somebody else is if a player is just like breaking your ankles, getting around you all the time, and you can't guard them off the ball, then steals aren't going to really help you. They could you could get like five steals in a game, but they could drop forty five on you. Right? They're they're going to be set just to let's hopefully we can outscore everyone, and uh, that's how we're going to win games. Well, their 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 philosophy's offense is the best defense. Yeah, well, so that works out for how many teams? Not very many. No, Usually. well, it worked out for Patrick Mahomes for a little bit. That that's offense, a way different sport. No, I know, but <laughs> what I'm just saying, flip sports on is oh like like that's a comparable point. I'm just saying, look at the though, NBA and look at how many teams that are like the best offensive team. Like, but that saying goes barely through, even make it to the finals. That saying goes through all sports. Yeah, but we're comparing basketball right now, and that never Same. happens. Like, if you can't play defense, you don't make it through the playoffs. Like, that's just goal. And if you True. play defense, you make it to the finals. Like, look at all the teams that have won lately. The Lakers, weren't they the second-best defensive team? Oh, wait, but like, I thought you said... I, thought, I hate the wait, Lakers, wait, but that's a separate wait, story. Wait, wait. <laughs> but Los Angeles has, has the best defensive rating in the league this I, year as yeah, well. I know the they, block. they play defense. The block. Yeah. And are you listening to what I'm saying about defense? I am. I that am. was the most LeBron James fan thing I've ever heard. The block. The block. Yeah. Hey, yeah. remember that block, man. The block, dude. Yeah. If it wasn't for Kyrie, they don't win that series anyway. But um, that's a different story. Been waiting for that block. Um, <laughs> the Raptors. The Raptors were shredded on defense, and even like the Warriors teams, like defense was still a hard like uh, a hard thing in their philosophy. You mean like, Draymond Green won Defensive Player of the Year like back to back or whatever. The years they were winning. Clay Thompson's always been one of the best defenders. Iggy, that's why he was there. And even when they had, like, Bogut, Bogut, even in that age, was held the paint down. Like, you can go back to Popovich teams. Like, I, if you don't play defense, you don't win titles. Just like the Bucks. Uh Yeah. <laughs> well, they they had the issue of they just can't score either when it comes to playoffs. Yeah. like But, but they can score the most points in the, in the regular, uh, regular season. season, best defense regular season. Yeah. And then they make it to the playoffs, and guess what? <coughs> Wait, I think that's just all Wisconsin sports in general. So. That there's, is true. There's not a state that sets you up more for failure than the state of Wisconsin. The state of almost. The state of almost. The state of we're going to have three different MVPs in, ba- like, what, three seasons, three years of total time? Well, in, like, the same decade, too, pretty much. Well, no, it was all that because Rodgers just got it this year. Yep. Between Rodgers, Giannis back-to-back, Yelich won. Yelich. Like, fucking, we're going to win three. We're, and each, that's only each team in the state. Like, it's not <laughs> like we're, like, Texas where we have multiple teams or California in every sport. Fucking, we're just going to have all these great guys and then the postseason hits and we're like, uh, how do we sports balls again? Yeah. <laughs> Ball sport. <laughs> it must be just something in the state. Like, all of our serial killers must have just, like, cursed us <laughs> for forever. <laughs> 
the Ed Geens of the Wisconsin. Just. Yeah. We got the Jeffrey Dahmer curse in the state. Like, <laughs> you want something nice? Nope. Great sports and serial killers and beer and cheese. Welcome to Wisconsin. <laughs> this is the Never Lost Podcast. <laughs> Check us out on our social media channels, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook page. <laughs> Beautiful plug. Yeah, our uh, our cover photo is just going to be like Giannis, Christian Yelich, and then like Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> you just chill in there. We, 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 don't, we don't put Aaron Rodgers in there. We just... We flip them out every time with a different serial killer. Well, has anybody seen Jeffrey Dahmer and Aaron Rodgers in the same room together? Ever? Um, well, not since not since my not since Jeffy died. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Man. I like you never you, know though. I like how you talk about him like he was a good friend. Yeah, when Jeffy when Jeffy <laughs> bit the dust, bro, that was a hard time. Top three Wisconsin people for Meng is Giannis, Aaron Rodgers, and <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer. Don't put Giannis in there. Folks. Well, they were all or not Giannis, Aaron Rodgers. Why would I? Now, well, they were all really hard workers, you know. They all really they were at the top of their game, respectively. Some might say they get the job done until they make it to the finals. Oh, that Jesus is true. Christ. He follows, you know, he follows what Wisconsin typically does in big situations. <laughs> Shits the bed, gets caught, <laughs> fails. Everyone hates him in prison. <laughs> oh man! All right, now let's get to our next topic. <laughs> These are great segues, by These the way. These are. Um, we I, got, we, I, sorry, but so far we've ended on Cream City and Serial <laughs> <Stereo> Killers. <laughs> great for episode one. I'm loving it. All right. Let's get into. I like this one when you brought this up because I thought about it a lot in the sense of where he can go because it's kind of up in the air. Who brought so this up? I know when you did. Yeah, when you look at you can't you can't just look at me and say that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry, right. we're still so, thinking this thing so out. So Mang brought up this topic of Alex Smith and where he can potentially land. So if you want to take Well I just wonder where you guys think you might go. <clears throat> like where do I think like, he will go like this is or a quarterback where do I want him to go. I think I mean, I guess you could go both, but, like, there's a dude that's, like, what, like, 36, 37, like, just one comeback player of the year. When he played on Washington, did they, I don't, did they even lose any games? Were they 5-0 and when he started? 6-1. All right. Like, I mean, he showed to be productive still, even at an old age. I mean, obviously, like, he had, like, two or three seasons off. Like, I mean, that's quite a bit of time but to still come back pretty unrusty like I mean that's pretty it's pretty impressive I mean Alex Smith has always been one of those guys who will put up numbers and not turn the ball over and really like be like he'll do everything you need for him to do to put you in the chance to win at the end of the game and if you put like decent people around him then you can go far but the one big knock against him is he's not going to make those huge plays that you might need against the top teams in the NFL. Right. And I guess that's where you can kind of look at, like, when he was on the Chiefs, like, that was a great team. Always has, like, great always team. great weapons, always a great team. It just could never get over that hump in the end. That being said, Alex Smith, um, I would love to see him go somewhere, like... Where he can thrive. Yeah, well... Kind of be, like, the face of the team almost. Because, like, in Washington, like, no one really was, like... Dude, this is Alex Smith's team. No one said that. Well, he had Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. Everyone thought he could be something. Strip, club, probably, strip club Haskins, And that was baby. part of the trade, though, too. Like, they got him before, like, they drafted Haskins. They gave up. Um, man, it was a really good cornerback that they traded to get him to. Like, it wasn't like they just, like, traded a random-ass draft pick. Like, they gave up a decent player, like, to get up sh- or straight uh, get him straight up. Who was that? Mm, I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, so, but like, let's. So, where do you think he'll go then, Mang? Where do you think? Where do you I think would he's love to. Go? I think New England would be the best place for him to go. Like, you think of it like, tell me it's not a very poor man's Tom Brady. Like, doesn't turn the ball over, just puts you in a position to win a game every time. You're relying heavily on a really good defense. Um, doesn't bit. per se need like superstars around him. He's never uh, really had a, any major superstar. Like sure, Kansas City like was good offense, but like, I mean, just a little bit. I don't know if you remember that first game with Kareem Hunt. Yeah, they blew the Patriots out of the water, and that was kind of exciting. You know, you see Alex Smith 
the redemption story he has. Yeah, and, and he's then, had it over his career several times. Yeah, because like in uh, San Francisco, he just had injury injuries too, and just could never, you know, fully stay healthy. And who's to say that? Oh, it's uh, Kendall Fuller was who was traded for. He was, he was pretty. It's Kendall Fuller and a third round pick. Who's to say that uh, the Forty ers team doesn't make it to the Super Bowl still with uh, Alex Smith after Colin Kaepernick came in there? I mean, mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick, of course, just went crazy and like had that amazing run to the Super Bowl, but. That was a very good team set Talk up by an amazing another, defense. Another guy that also was infamous for killing Packer dreams. <laughs> yeah, being Respect. from Wisconsin, two no less. What two, 200 running yards in a playoff game and like two touchdowns? Oh yeah, they couldn't stop anything. That was a great day for me. Um, I loved it. I ate. We we relished. That was our day. Yeah. <laughs> but like, there's not many teams a that I think would be interested in a vet, very veteran quarterback to come in and just kind of like take their squad to that level. Well, it's at this point is, do you want him to come in and play well, or do you want him to teach your young quarterback how to be a successful quarterback in the league? And here, who's to say that Alex Smith wants to be just a mentor on a team? He's saying he, a lot of people in Washington were even like, they were mad that he came back. They didn't want him on the team. They didn't want him playing or starting because he was coming in and winning games when their season was basically almost already over, even though the NFC East is disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, they could. What, what are you talking about? That you bro? could. They were like terrible, and then throughout oh, the no, year, they're horrible. You could make the playoffs, dude. They won the division, with, like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so Alex Smith feels like he has a lot left in the tank. Where do you Where do you see him then? Where I was thinking, Carolina could be a pretty good space. Ooh, for I didn't him think to, about uh, that one. To land. I, I, I don't team, like man. that. I don't. I don't like. I don't want him in Carolina. I'd rather just ride Teddy Bridgewater. They're the same fucking player. Well, exactly. But do you want to see? That's where I'm coming in with like. There's not a lot of options for him to be like a starter and to be the guy, but maybe to come in, compete with a younger quarterback, and if he does win, have that quarterback play behind him, learn a little bit. I mean, I know Teddy already learned behind Drew Brees, but you could also just have him be a stopgap for a few years. He's 37. I He's not going to play for too much longer. But I got a weird, weird take. So I, I want, I want to see him at the 49ers. I think Alex Smith, that will be kind of like the perfect redemption. You know what I mean? Just kind of Reunion. like full, That's circle. full circle because they know him. Like yeah, that but the, GM, that John Lynch, he, he knows him. Yeah, but, but like, he didn't we draft picked him you. or anything. No, I know. But John it's Lynch just going to get there that long ago. But I, I do think, because I know there were some rumors that the 49ers are eyeing up Kirk Cousins for a bit. <laughs> Which would be funny, but then Kirk think Cousins about it. Isn't leaving Minnesota? No, I know he's not. But think about it. you take out, you take out Kirk Cousins and you put Alex Smith on that Vikings team. What do they look like? The same team, man. I you think, think they look, so. Yeah, I think they look like the same. I mean, yeah, Kirk likes to sling it a little more, though. Even I think Kirk yeah. has a more talented arm than Alex Smith does. But I mean, that's why he turns the ball over a little bit more because he's willing to take those shots. Could but I think Kirk Cousins has a better shot to beat a real good team and like on Monday night. I mean, he's he's had big moments in like the playoffs, and he's he's beaten some good teams, and he's put mm-hmm. up a lot of numbers. True, like, but like I kind of see him as almost like a like a weathered Case Keenum, and Case Keenum brought him to that NFC Championship Case game. Keenum was just who's the weathered Case Keenum? Alex Smith or Kirk Cousins? <laughs> Alex Smith. Alex Smith is better than Case Keenum. True, dude. But Case Keenum I'm... can throw the ball. What do you know? <laughs> Case Keenum fell ass backwards into that he did. stacked Vikings team that year, and he they did. they played so well. They were all in, all together. That was like a pretty special team to watch. Well, I, I just it. still remember Case Keenum smiling at every Saints fan directly in the soul, hitting the skull on <laughs> on TV after the Minneapolis miracle. That was an Minneapolis incredible miracle. Never but lost. I'm not. I'm not. Too mad at the Alex Smith back to 49ers, you know, that that would be interesting. That's a team that I could see wanting a quarterback to win With now. Shanahan, too. Washington. I mean, dude, just when you look at, like, teams, like, I don't know what team, like, needs a quarterback. Like, 49ers. <clears throat> 49ers. Yeah, but, like. The He's only, better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Saying, like, the only other teams, like, other than, like, I think Patriots, fucking 49ers, um, Denver. Carolina. But I don't. I Dude, te- I don't think I want. I don't want Teddy. Fuck Teddy. Bears. <laughs> or Bears. Not, I don't want Alex. Hey, Fuck Teddy. Hey, God damn hey, it. Let's throw Alex Smith um, on the Bears real quick. Was that? There's look been, like? you know, oh, yeah, Bears. This would be a good 
good thing to segue into a topic I wanted to talk about where the Bears are directly smack dab in the middle of the quarterback carousel. I mean, they've been there for a while in general, or just they've had quarterback controversy for a long time, but I think there's been a rumor or at least somebody saying something about every single free agent quarterback, even non-free agent quarterbacks, being on the Bears at some point in the last six months. And and it's exciting. Just I'm not even a Bears fan, but it's just kind of cool to kind of see, like, a team in the NFC being talked about. NFC North, that's not the Packers. If y'all don't go after uh, Sam Darnold, I think your team's a bunch of idiots. Well, I think if they don't go after Deshaun and Russell Wilson, first of all, then they're complete idiots. So you as a Bears fan... Use a Bears fan. Use a Bears fan. Me as if, a Bears fan? If if you guys sign Russell the next day, does he go down in your franchise's history as the best quarterback without even throwing the ball? I mean, no, obviously, because he could like get injured or something and then it'd be like the worst decision. Like it would just be like, oh, typical Bears, you know, getting this great player and then he just gets, you know, yeah, wasted Dead. or whatever. But <laughs> I mean, they've never even really had like great quarterbacks. To even like be wasted, yeah, like but Max Grossman or Kyle Orton or like Jay Cutler. He was probably yeah. he's Jay Cutler is the best quarterback that the Bears have ever had, talent best wise. Franchi- best franchise quarterback. He just is, was not really like an NFL quarterback mm-hmm. in the sense that you would need him to be. Like he wasn't a leader. He had all the skills on the field. He just was didn't have any of the skills outside of it. Yeah, especially on the sidelines, which is really Jay Cutler. Baby. I mean, he doesn't. <laughs> That's a great nickname though. Like you can't even lie. Like good smoking Jay. Like. Even if he's never smoked a cigarette in his life, he is, like, the persona of just, like, a am too cool for the NFL. And, and, like, think about that. Think about somebody being, like, I'm too cool for the number one sport in the United States of America. Yeah, like Johnny Manziel, right? Nah, he he didn't, like, he wanted to be there. Johnny football. Dude, uh, Jay Cutler no, would throw a touchdown and just be like, yeah. That's what I do. It's because he had Kristen Cavalieri, too. Like, dude had that blonde bombshell and then, like, Bitch kind of went crazy. He just wanted to take all his fucking money. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a hot take. That's whoa, a hot take. Oh, you went there. I wasn't going to say it. Someone reports, had to say man. it, I I'm just, guess. I'm just, reading what, I'm just repeating what I read, man. You just regurgitate information. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm a sponge. I soak that shit up and spit it back out. Like, <laughs> man, I, up. I would really love to see, obviously, of course, love to see Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson on the Bears, but... It's very difficult for that to happen. It's going to be almost impossible for, to make that happen. So I wouldn't be mad at them, you know, maybe taking an Alex Smith, maybe taking a Sam Darnold, who's a project at this point still. And I just don't want to see them with Nick Foles behind center next year because that means they didn't do anything. That They know that their biggest problem is quarterback. Everyone in the entire world with a brainstem knows that they need a quarterback. They have a good enough team to make some noise. They've always needed a quarterback, and if this uh, organization is like, you know what, I think we can do some, make some moves outside of the quarterback position and still be competitive, then there's a bigger problem than needing a quarterback. It's, I would say, regime change. Yeah, you need a whole new front office. If you whole don't understand that you, the most important position on the field is quarterback <laughs> and you don't need a quarterback, then you should not be an NFL GM, coach, owner, you need to get out of there. Calling out all coaches, owners, GMs. If you don't have a good quarterback, what are you doing? If you don't understand that you need a quarterback to make those moves, like what are you doing? It's so important. You're letting down an entire city at that point. A not state, just an entire city. State. Not just an entire state. Every fan in other states, every single fan out there, you're letting down the players. Even though they're millionaires, they still have feelings. <clears throat> but up. I'm not a millionaire, and I love the Bears from football season till the end of football season, well, which you. for the Bears is usually your before the energy, playoffs. Your passion energy on this take is just... Um, I just got to... I'm going to be a Bears fan after blue this, and orange, man. Hey, Dak Prescott agrees to a long-term contract with the Cowboys. Just now? Yeah, just now. Oh, wow. Yeah, it doesn't give Bro. any news. Breaking news. Yeah, it doesn't give any specifics on it, but just says that Cowboys and Dak agreed to a long-term oh. contract, so it looks Stay like, tuned uh, for that. Like, I'm excited to see if he really got his, like bag that he wanted you know i wonder he if was he was due well i mean he was due he was but he due. was asking for like i don't think Mahomes money bro and he's never really he done anything for it. he was asking for like 30 40 mil a year yeah that's i don't Mahomes that's not money, Dak bro. Prescott. That's, like i like Dak, and Dak makes their team better and i think that's pretty obvious when he yeah. went down <laughs> yeah. and all of a sudden it's well, like he makes he makes everyone better. Better. I was like oh we'll just ride zeke's back oh zeke can't 
carry a team yeah. on his own because he's a no. running back in the NFL today. Right. It's not C- a quarterback. What happened to C.D. Lamb the second that Prescott went down? You didn't see anything from him, but the first like three weeks of the year, like, those C.D. Lamb, best receiver in the draft. <laughs> Dude, C.D. Lamb, I got him on my fantasy like, team, doing hey, him. Hey, got hey, him no. in like the eighth round. Yeah, I said Jefferson. What? Are you talking? Justin Jefferson. Okay. Yeah. Vikings, best but, receiver. Yeah, but that was like after Dak died. Like, it's <laughs> true. Well, like, hey, before dude, that, hey, CD Lamb was two, like, the, was the man. That, man. Dude, Amari don't Cooper. Amari Cooper fell off like so hot. Um, like, who else? Uh, Michael Gallup. Like, these guys like had like a few good individual like moments, but like their season as a whole wasn't the same, like in any regards. And, uh, yeah, Zeke realized that he couldn't play running back here real quick. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, Zeke, Zeke was my boy, but he completely fell off. I mean, I had him in our fantasy league. It's a beautiful fourth overall pick. Hey, he did, he did well for a little bit. Yeah, he was really like he was actually, number one. He was, he was averaging like, thirty one points a game, and then he, uh, yeah, Dak went down. What fourth game? I'm pretty sure Zeke still ended up having like a respectable season. Right? Well, he, he, was, yeah, he was kind super of inconsistent. Not a top pick. People were saying he was going to be a top pick last year, like for fantasy. When he, I got when I got Robinson, though, he filled that. Well, yeah, I accidentally drafted Camara over. I was going to take Zeke. And I accidentally drafted Kamara because a lot of draft I couldn't get in my accidentally. Well, I couldn't get into my draft soon enough. I took him Kamara third overall, and I was like, "This has worked out for me." Yeah, that was an accident. That was a happy accident. Yeah, happy yeah. accident. Yeah, I had doesn't Zeke. just happen had with children. People doesn't just happen with having children. It happens had with Zeke your draft. and Eckler go Jesus. out. That was tough. Eckler was going off too. Yeah, he had a good start to the year. That Chargers team was fun to watch. That little midget. He's so good. Mm-hmm. He's a good guy. Dude. He's so like quick. He's a good guy. He just moves in space like so well. Like not even like he could have and just the little tiniest bit of space shake somebody get out of it. He's slippery. He's covered in. He's like the greased up deaf guy out there. You can't get him down. And he just finds the end zone. He watching watching is <laughs> describe him the greased up deaf guy. <laughs> like like that wasn't gonna get ignored, right? Like I was, I was. How is that deaf? Well, I'm just saying it's the perfect analogy for me. I wanted, I I wasn't gonna bring attention to that comment. <laughs> dude, I'm not gonna let that go, dude. Zeke ended up being the number nine running back last year, like PPR. Like that's if you have top twelve, that's what you look for, right? Right, but did it equate to wins? We're not going fantasy. We're equating oh, yeah. to wins. And yeah, there's a big difference out. between, like, a yeah, top three pick and wins. an end of the first round pick. Like, because that's, like, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, and Alvin Kamara going, like, the first three picks. Yeah, but yeah. then near the end of that, you were getting more, more towards, like, Nick Chubb. Yeah, and two-thirds of those three you said didn't play more than four games. Hey, so. you forgot about Aaron Jones, dude. Aaron Jones wasn't picked that high in most was he, he slipped a lot. No, he slipped and then he fell right into my back. Yeah, pocket. you got him. I was so mad. Yeah, you got him like fucking like so mad. Ba- yeah, back of the first or second round. Yeah, stupid. I was gonna take him, and then I get stuck with oh, Miles Sanders, perfect. which was like horrible. But oh, definitely perfect not segue. Aaron Jones. Do you guys think the Packers keep him? No, Ooh. Uh, too much money. <sighs> I I heard, Run, P, dude, I heard Jamal Williams and AJ Dillon. Is I heard gonna be fine. I heard they're kind of doing the Patriots thing where players are taking a little bit. Lesser money, trying to keep him on. If they do that, then by all means, I would like he makes her team better. But I don't think he is. You'd rather go with AJ Dillon than Aaron Jamal, Jones? No, I'd rather have I Jamal, mean, Jamal Williams is gone. No, he's not. He, he's not going to go away. He'll. I, I saw he wants to like play in Green Bay, and I think I could see him taking like a reduced salary just to stay. I mean, the way Aaron Rodgers talks about Jamal Williams, he like every time Aaron Rodgers in the media is talking about his team and his weapons. He, like, gushes about Jamal Williams more than anybody. He's like, yeah, Devontae is Devontae. Aaron Jones does his thing, but I really love Jamal Williams. He's, like, been the absolute epitome of, like, what this team needs as, like, a glue guy or even, like, a guy who, like, gets stuff done. And you've seen when Jamal Williams comes in for Aaron Jones, he balls out. He does pretty close to, like, the same things Aaron Jones does, and he's a pretty viable option. And if you look at the Packers as an organization, they're a team who's been so unwilling to pay players and – 
even bring in go, new guys. Go after free agency. That, yeah, they've. I mean, they've. And get, if they do, they get old Jimmy Graham. Yeah, they've gotten into it, <laughs> or although, they get Julius Peppers or Charles Woodson. Yeah. But let's not. I mean, hey, they, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, Charles Woodson. That was an amazing pickup. That was for them. amazing signing. What yeah. are you talking Weird. about? Yeah, because you're over here talking shit and fucking dig at Jimmy Graham because Jimmy Graham didn't work out too hot. I mean, they have. They got, just got in Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith. I mean, Preston mm-hmm. Smith. Cool. The latter's it, not doing well, as well, but Darius Smith has Zedaria absolutely changed Smith. that defense in He's a lot of ways. Too. He's getting paid. Um, but the Packers, unless Aaron Jones takes less money, like you said, Jacob, I don't really see the Packers willing to pay that much and especially pay that much for a running back. He's going to go to Miami. I don't see it either. Aaron Jones is going to end up in Miami. Isn't that where That's every running back goes who like doesn't want to get paid by their team? <laughs> just Miami? Yeah, it seems hey, like. If, yeah. if you don't want to get we'll paid, enjoy I mean, the beaches. I, I just feel like a lot of running backs end up going there. I can't think of another like one. Matt Breida went there, but like he didn't get Matt paid. Jordan Breida. Howard went there a while ago. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah, he got cut. He didn't even make it the whole season. Yeah. And they had no running backs there. Well, like, hey. Who the fuck was the one dude that they had Reggie, played? Like, Reggie Bush went there, too, didn't he? Like, wait, we're going way back now? Yeah. From the Saints? He, he did go there and I, after Detroit, right? I think no, was, I think it was who? before uh, wait, Detroit. Yeah, Reggie who? Bush. Reggie Bush. It was before guy. Detroit after yeah. New was Orleans. It? Yes. Yeah, because he was doing those Pizza Hut commercials. No free ads for Pizza Hut. <laughs> yeah, they ain't paying this. Yeah, yeah, Reggie Bush, first game as a line, 100 yards. I'm like, wow, we have a 100-yard rusher. 100 dead nuts. And then, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> he hit 100 exactly? He was there. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, if you get over one zero zero, anything don't matter. What are you laughing at? He was there. He was there. He was there. Uh, I'm glad we had a running back. So. <laughs> he didn't have to be good, but he, he was there. He was he, there. He showed up. <laughs> he put the jersey on, bro. He did more than on fair. the field, there was it was not an empty position. He wasn't on the field for much longer because he got injured. We had all 11 players suited up, guys. <laughs> Knocking my boys. Come on. Don't do me like that. They deserve it. That's Detroit football Adrian for Peterson you. for life. Adrian beat his son. Yeah, when you're excited about a 38-year-old running back coming to your team, you know you got problems. Oh, you didn't like that comment, did you? That was a How about harsh. DeAndre Swift to drop a game-winning touchdown pass a few more times? Against, <laughs> Dude, but real talk, though, like, Swift is a good-looking prospect. I, like, love straight love up. I always thought he was going to be great, love especially Swift. in the NFL. Like, when he was at Georgia, I was like, well, it's one of those times where it's like, oh, you see Todd Gurley, he's going to be really good, mm. or you see, like... Uh, Dalvin Cook, like you know, you're going to be good. I was like, DeAndre Swift is going to find his footing, and he's going to be great. Maybe not him. on their caliber yet, but he just needs to either. But think about this, though, what we got around him. So Adrian Peterson was already a year with him, and now we have Deuce Staley. We're getting some guys that kind of know how to run the football, so I'm I'm excited. I I think it's cool, you know, like to us finally have a running back that we're excited about. Right, since – Barry Sanders yeah. was wasted. Like, you know, Amir, Amir Abdullah was like, oh, Amir Abdullah, yeah, uh, nothing. I mean, and then carry on Johnson. Until he got hurt. Until like, he got hurt. Both be, of them both got hurt. I mean, be actually. scared about DeAndre Swift's durability. That's what happens to Lions running backs. They like concussion. to get hurt. Exactly, and that's not a great thing to get oh, right away. And he was out for like four or five games with that, too. It's that pretty bad. Rough. He gets in a few more of them, especially in like – we overpaid, we overpaid Decker. I just want to put that out there. We're like, oh, you're from Ohio State. Here's money. <laughs> Take it. Take you, it. I you want can, you. You can beat our college football teams. <laughs> Take you're, not, money. you're not a wet piece of paper as an offensive lineman. You can have everything you want. And you're willing to live in the city of Detroit. Hey, shout out Frank Ragnow, though. My guy. Okay. Dude, he played <laughs> cool with story. a f- fractured throat. Here we go. Uh, details from Adam Schefter. Cowboys are giving Dak Prescott a four-year, $160 million deal, including a record. $40 million a year. $126 million guaranteed. $126 guaranteed? First three years, average $42 million a year. That is ridiculous. Hey, we were just talking about man getting paid. Man got paid. He's due. Hey, they'll save about $6 million um, in four years. Yeah. On his deal. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Dude, that is a lot of cheddar for Dak Prescott. He is not that and good. And what? How much longer are we going to see Amari Cooper there? Dude, Amari's only like 26. No, I know, but how long do you see him there when he's up to get paid? 
He already got his contract. Yeah. How long is he going to be there for, though? I think it's like a four-year, $100 million deal. Really? Yeah, I thought it was even longer. I thought it was five. But I think he's getting like and 20 he's only like two or three in. They're gonna cut this defense even thinner then. Jeez. Yes, they're gonna just it's gonna be straight rookies on defense. Well, it's a, it's a good thing that they've drafted defensively so well, so they have them at least on their rookie deals. But it is yeah, it's they gonna be pretty tough good. in a few like in a little while. I love Amari Cooper. That's kind of the issue though when you come to like when you have to pay so much money to a quarterback. Like how many? Like one of the going trends lately is you see teams making the Super Bowl. With young rookie quarterbacks oh, or on rookie talking deal about Jared Goff? Talking about Jared Goff, um, even like um, Carson Wentz, I'm pretty sure, was selling his rookie deal when they made that uh, Super Bowl run. Even um, he was injured with. Mahomes was still on his rookie contract when they made theirs. Um, a lot of these teams being successful. Russell. Com- Wait. Uh, I'm pretty, yeah. It no, he been, was, yeah. It was, was the like, second year. Yeah. Um, or even like when they made it the other year, but lost. Because mm-hmm. um, you can put your money into defense and other positions. Like forty million dollars in one player can literally almost pay a whole fucking defense. That's well, that like can, that can a, even that's that like can, an average to above average defense. And you can start moment. filling out a decent line with that. Yeah, exactly. And like all these other positions, like when you put when you're putting all your resources in one basket. Like that bas- that player can be really good, but now your money is getting stretched so thin on the other players. It's hard to build a productive team unless everyone's willing to take salary cuts for one player. New England. Well, New England never like paid Tom Brady crazy money, but he still took cuts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he took cuts to make every year. He took cuts. I mean, that's why Tom Brady has seven Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're willing to take sacrifices for your team to be relevant. You know. Yeah. As in sacrifices, as in like I'm not going to take like 15 more million dollars than I need. I don't need. I mean, I don't need 45 hey, million, the, but I'll still take 25. For, million. for some of these guys, though, like there's there's players out there that just want to get paid. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's what they're there for. So, oh yeah, it earns your living. Like fuck everyone else. Like that's my bread. And I mean, it. like it's easy for us to say as fans, and like we're not. We have no idea really the business side and this, all of this. It's like if a team puts a piece of paper in front of you with the figure of. $160 million just right on that sheet. Like, this is yours in four years. $160 million. Completely life-changing. Guaranteed 126 It changes a little bit of your, like, oh, legacy. Like, I don't care who you are. You're in that moment. It's really hard to look past all the money. And it's We really- also turned down, like, the other deals, though, too. Like, he just came in, like, fucking nuts on tables. Like, 40 fucking million like he came in with that number it wasn't like they like that was the first thing they gave well, him he like, did that he did that the year after their big playoff run and then they lost to the packers and then the packers just gave it up the next game but he came to the table and he's like hey pay me i came out of nowhere you guys didn't believe he didn't in come me come out of anyways. nowhere he was he was relatively unknown. Was he? A, no, he was, he was unknown, what are you dude. About? He was like a second round pick. He was unknown. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was like fourth round. But like he, I he mean, came in being their starter. No, no Tony Romo. Tony was starting. Romo was starting. What the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about? Tony <laughs> Romo was like still Tony Romo. Everyone like everyone used to hate Tony Romo so much, and then like his last few years, like I kind of like Tony Romo. Okay. Now everyone loves Tony Romo. Dak he was Prescott the, first year, fourth round pick, uh, 2016. Uh, Tony Romo. He might have got the starting year, role that year, but he didn't start first he game. Did not start. Yes, he did. Tony Romo's last season was 2016, so <laughs> offsetting. Um, he also made the Pro Bowl in 2014, which feels like way fucking longer ago. Um, da 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 da. He played and started 16 games in 2016. Sounds like he was a starting fucking quarterback. Fuck you guys. Went 13 and three. Um, I remember he had a huge thing with not turning the ball over that year too. But like it was just, um, it was just shocking. He was okay. out of nowhere though. Oh, he's twenty three touchdowns to four interceptions. Oh, Tony Romo was injured. That's why he got injured in like the preseason. He wasn't initially supposed to be the starter, but I get what you're saying. He did start all sixteen games. I apologize. I will have my full plate of crow. All right, now listen. Threw for thirty six hundred yards, um, six rushing touchdowns, two on top of it. Yeah, a little fumble issues. He had nine fumbles and lost four of them. He ran for a lot of touchdowns, though, didn't he? He had six. Yeah. Um, he had six rushing touchdowns each of his first three years. I think what it was, though, is he kind of came out of nowhere because what the 
like you were saying, the Cowboys. But he was Tony a guy that Romo, he, like, he, he but kicked Tony, Tony Romo, Romo into retirement. No one viewed the Cowboys as a threat of making a deep playoff run. Dak comes in out of nowhere and literally resurrects this team that no one thought could win anymore. Yeah, and when was the last time you expected a fourth round pick to take a team thirteen and three from the yeah, Cowboys? From old teams, the Cowboys. Yeah. So, which was our initial argument. He did kind of come out of yeah, nowhere. but like people knew him when he was drafted. I mean, yeah, people. Anyone's going to know you when you're slipped. in the draft. Do you want to hear some of these quarterbacks that were drafted before him? Yes. So it's pretty like it's a decent list here. So Goff and Wentz. This was this draft. My Leon boy, first Goff. And second. <laughs> Um, late first round, Paxton Lynch went not in the league anymore. He's so um, bad. Yikes! After that, uh, Christian Hackenberg. Oh. I'm pretty sure he's not in the league anymore. It's funny how quickly you can go from being a second round picked out of the fucking league. Yeah. Um, Welcome where, to the NFL. Uh, Jacoby Brissett um, went after that in the third round. Where's he? He's still in Indianapolis. He's just—he's really? getting yeah. the fucking shaft of it. I—I I feel really bad for him. He because should go back to New England. He could—he did good that year that uh, he was the starter when Andrew Luck also got hurt. Um, Connor Cook went after that. Uh, after that, he's a free agent, um, not on a team. Um, no one will ever. That was a him. tough year for. for um, and then Dak Prescott was the very, was the next one taken fourth round. So, yeah. Quarterbacks were not of this. Oh, hey, Jordan Howard got picked in this draft, too. Fun fact. Fifth round. Um, <laughs> just want to throw that one out. Oh, and Tyreek Hill in the fifth round, too. It's crazy to think Dak and Tyreek have been in the league the same amount of time. That is weird to think about. Um, is there what, no year was, what year was Kelsey drafted? Dude, Travis Kelsey is old as fuck. He's as old as uh, Jeff Rob Driscoll. Gronkowski. They're the same age. Really? Yeah. yeah. No shit. Yeah, that was the thing yeah. that they were told in the, the Super Bowl. Bowl. Oh, my. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I would have never expected that, to be honest. Me neither. I was like, that is a fake stat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, until you check it out. That's one of them ESPN stats, dude. They're like, well, like hey, random mm-hmm. number, random age. Here we go. We look Travis like- Kelsey has scored a touchdown on every single second Thursday of the month when he's playing a team that starts with the letter S, and it's at least 75 degrees outside. He's 2-0. and At this quarter, <laughs> this Spot on the field, yeah, guaranteed, automatic. It's crazy when you look at Kelsey's stats too, and you think like, you think like he hadn't been around like that long. He was drafted in 2013. He only played one game that year, mm. but then every season since that, his lowest receiving total, which was that next season, was 862 yards. So, and then he had 875 the next year, and then every other season's had over a thousand yards. I mean, who would you rather have though? Like, long term, full career? Would you rather have like a a Gronk or a Travis Kelsey? That's hard because they oh. do it different. Taking into effect with Gronk's injuries and his Gronk, retirement. Gronk is a really good blocker, though. That's a big thing. Yeah, but Kelsey Gronk can a, hold his own. No, I know, but and but you could also argue that Gronk made the modern tight end. Uh, I would say Jimmy Graham. I think the modern you. NFL made the modern tight end. I'll go Jimmy Graham over because yeah. it's not like Gronk was there and then like after him came everybody else like Gronk was just the best of all the newest tight ends who like kind of fit that mold I changed my answer Antonio Gates Antonio Gates made the new like what the tight end is today Tony Gonzalez oh yeah okay we're gonna just keep going like those but those I think it's those two for sure I mean Antonio Gates kind of was more of a receiver but like Tony Gonzalez also was like the greatest he was when Tony Gonzalez retired it's like wow we're seeing the greatest tight end of all time retire and then you see Antonio Gates I like, think that was a. F- I guess you're kind of right because, like, when Gronk walked away from the scene, it was just kind of like, oh, yeah. But no I guess really that's cared. also his ego, though. He's got a real big ego. I wouldn't necessarily say it's an ego. I think he just loves life and loves being oh, the center no. of attention. No, but that's what I mean, though. Like Gonzalez, like you view him as like a leader. People like Gronk's not saying he's not a leader, but he's like your fun guy. You know, well, he's yeah. You look at you look at Tony Gonzalez. He's very professional, always a yeah. stand up gentleman. But you look at Gronk, and you're like, he's a frat boy. <laughs> With like nine <laughs> brothers who all look like exactly like him, his and dad's can, trying to build a dynasty over there. Basically, the, basically the Florida man. He is the Florida man to a to like a sense at least. Wrestling gators I think, and shit. I, think I could so see cool. him wrestle a gator. I could see there being a pay per view event: Rob Gronkowski versus a gator on Fox News live. Dude, he tried to be an anchor on Fox News for a year. He also was a wrestler. I know. What, and won a whatever. title. I'm done. With the WWE. Wasn't like the... 
I don't remember. I don't follow WWE. I don't know what the title is called. But I heard that the like other wrestlers in the WWE didn't really get along with Gronk and didn't really like that he was like coming from the NFL to like be a wrestler, even though a lot of other wrestlers have done that. Isn't that just selling so much drama bullshit? Like, but that is the that no is one, WWE. I don't like you because you was in the NFL. No yeah. one liked him. Fuck on you. Fox you didn't. Either. You didn't grind like we did. It's like, did you really grind? I mean, yeah. There's like a lot of Probably. like shit to. Be, you have to be lucky to be in the WWE, but it's like, why are you? Knocking Gronk, who's probably worked just as hard to be an NFL hey, player, just wait, just wait, as it is to be a WWE superstar. There, there were reports that <laughs> during a workout for COVID season for the NFL, Gronk would record him in different outfits doing the home workouts, send him <laughs> in on separate weeks. That's savage. <laughs> like he just got all of his workouts for the month done in one week. And who else? Who better than Gronk doing that? All they wanted him for was a Super Bowl anyways. Two touchdowns, that's all you need. Fuck it. Everyone forgets about everything else when you're winning that Super Bowl. Well, when you're catching he... that trophy thrown over the fucking ocean. <laughs> yes, dude. That was amazing. That was an amazing moment. That was his best touchdown catch of the whole event. I don't know. Dude, no, that... dude. He had some filthy yeah, catches yeah, in the Super Bowl. Say, dude, that was game. such a good Super Bowl. Even though it was boring, it was pretty. F- it was oh, great to see Gronk catch two, catch two touchdowns. Antonio see Brown. Antonio Brown catch one. I love watching defenses completely exposed. Yeah, like, every immortals. single every single like addition on offense that like their one year additions they had, they all each scored. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I guess it's kind of like uh, fuck you, Mike Evans, and like a fuck you to Chris Godwin, who've like, like been there, like Tampa Bay, like their whole Godwin careers. Was only there like so that's his third season, I guess. But like Mike Evans has yeah, been, there, been for there for a while, for longer longer than any of the other guys that were putting up points for that team, though. Right. Yeah, by Jameis. You got Antonio Brown coming in here. Who's <laughs> dude? I still love Antonio. Like I can't even. No, I know, him. but it's just, it's just like not Mike Evans. Nope. Mike, you take Mike Evans on. Oh no, I get what you're I saying. Hate Mike you, Evans. you know what I mean, though. It's just kind of like oh, you don't like Mike Evans? No. Why? He's the most inconsistent receiver, bro. Set. Dude, he had the most even. inconsistent quarterback. <laughs> Yeah. James Winston just threw Ever. bombs. Yeah, but dude, Mike Evans had so many drops. Being like, I there's a few years you, I'd take like Mike Evans in fantasy football. You're like, all right, Mike Evans, yeah, he can do things. Okay. And then like, so is this like a you can have the, yeah, dude, this is definitely personal a personal agenda. hate. I hate Mike. Very Evans. personal fantasy yes. football yes. related. Yes, very Anger personal fantasy football. We gotta get that on record first before this takes. Because like this dude <laughs> drops way, don't so forget many to balls. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. By the way, okay, but Mike Evans <laughs> wouldn't even catch that. He would have dropped that fucking memo and not even remembered it. <laughs> Like, dude drops so many balls, so many touchdowns. But here's the thing with Mike Evans. He'd have, like, three games where he'd have, like, 150 yards, three touchdowns, and, like, 12 catches apiece. Yeah, so his average over the season looks great. Yeah, his average over the season looks good. Except the other, like, 14 fucking games, he, like, two catches, 12 yards. I'm pretty sure every season he's had at least one game where he played and had zero catches in. Like, I mean, but he Like, looked, I swear to God, fact looked, check this. He looked so good with a quarterback that threw 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions. He that's looked impressive. all right. Like, that's impressive. He probably, sure, he probably had, like, his best statistical season. But, I like. I'm just mad that he's not a Carolina Panther. <laughs> no, I don't. I could literally care less. There's not <laughs> a receiver I would want on the on team unless. You, you're just mad because he's not on the Lions. <laughs> what, a, like, what a fucking mature response. <laughs> dude, he literally had... Okay, here's your... Here's your... Since he had such a good year, he had his second least receiving yards He by five. He had 1,006 receiving yards, yards last year with Tom Brady. Before that, he had 1,001. He's had 1,000 yards receiving year every season. That's the great impressive. thing about him. I think that was like his big stat this last year. It's like he's one of <laughs> he the first have, to ever have it in his like first seven seasons in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, he did have 13 touchdowns, which is a very healthy amount. But he also had a year where he had three. <laughs> yeah, but he's like a big body, but he can run routes. And he, he's really like uh, – I think he's just like a – He can get up there. He can get to the ball. He can jump. He Weird, can catch. He's he like can run. Six five. If he couldn't jump up to the ball, we'd have bigger issues. That's why he's catching thirteen touchdowns in a season, buddy. And a thousand yards. How many seasons in a row? Every season. I just every hate season. My yes. Didn't you not yeah. listen Holy to what I said? No, I'm. I'm just saying. I'm reiterating <laughs> why you hate him. Is he's getting a thousand <laughs> yards. The every irrational season. hate for Mike Evans because it's that's the- what fantasy football can do to some fans. Like they can just completely turn you on a player. That's why a lot of people are like. 
I Yo, hate Mike Evans. fuck your fantasy season. Like, it's like, oh yeah, man. Oh, I love you last year. I mean, I mean, you could have done a little better for me in fantasy. Oh, can you sign this for me? Yo, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> The player's deck. Hey, yo, give me 40 mil or I won't be on your team anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If I'm Mike Evans, I'm spitting in your face if I see you come up to me and talk about fantasy football. Yeah, True. Not a fan of it. True. Yeah, good, because I don't want to talk to him about fantasy football because he's just inconsistent. So Inconsistent with 1,000 yards. Yeah. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us with the hatred of Mike Evans from yeah, Dang we'll probably have here. to go out on that note before uh, we, get, we get some fan mail. Well, not fan mail, anger mail from uh, Mike Evans' lawyers pretty quick here. But uh, Please do. We appreciate you guys coming and listening. This is our first episode, and hopefully we're going to put these things out every week. But, uh, again, thanks for coming to listen. Thank yeah, you. thanks for stopping. We'll see you next <laughs> week, hopefully. What? We'll stopping by. Yeah, okay. Mike Evans' goat. Like, this isn't Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,